Well, good morning, church. I'm glad you're here today. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm chapter 1. And we are going to kick off our year-long series on the best of Psalms. Strength for everyday living. Now, we got a couple of uh, uh, family issues that we need to talk about real quickly, just so you're aware of. If you look in your bulletin, you're going to see uh, each week, the bottom right-hand corner, we're going to have <clears throat> readings that we're all going to read together. So this week, you're going to be asked to read Psalms 1 through 3. And you can do it all in one sitting, you can do it a little bit at a time, you can do it all at once, or whatever you want to do, but we're all going to read together through Psalms 1 through 3, and we're going to be on track to read the entire Psalms by the end of the year. So each week we will list um, which Psalms we're going to be reading together, and you just use that as your devotional time. I also want you to notice, too, that we're going to be having, a, each week we're going to be praying for a different church and a different pastor. So right next to Psalms, you're going to see Pastor Kevin Bartle from St. Mary's of the Angels, and it's a, our way of just praying for them and lifting them up. How many believe that God wants us to pray for other pastors and other churches? Amen? And so we're going to be praying for them, so that is on there. And then also, when you come in uh, uh, to the sanctuary for worship, you're going to be receiving uh, sermon notes. Now, we're going to see how this goes, but we're going to give you a blank. I'm going to let you kind of step up just a little bit, and you're going to have to pay a little bit more attention, and you're going to have to lean in and engage, but I'm not going to provide the notes for you. They're going to be on the screen, but we're just going to see how this goes, and, uh, and uh, hopefully you can just pick up. It takes a lot of work, a lot of energy, a lot of effort, a lot of money, and we want to be wise stewards, so we just want to see how this goes. So just uh, pick up your notes in the back lobby when you come in, and you write, and you pay attention, you lean in, and uh, they will be on the screen. So I want you to make yourself aware of that. Also, in the back, and we can order more of these, I'm going to be using this, and I've already started using this back in December. This is, um, we bought it online. I think the cost is only like $11, but this is uh, the, the book of Psalms. Now, what I like about it, it's really cool, is that for every chapter, there's a blank page right next to it. And so what I'm doing is I'm going through, when I read Psalms, and I'm scribbling like crazy on this sheet that's blank. I'm writing thoughts, I'm writing questions, I'm writing uh, ideas, and it is a really super efficient way to read through Psalms. Now, it's only $11, that's the cost. And that's shipping, so we'll buy some more, or you can go online and buy your own. But I would encourage you to this year for 2020 for you to invest $11 in your spiritual walk and buy one of these and uh, go along with me. And as you're reading, you could just write your thoughts, your prayers, your journal, anything that you want to write in there. And it's a super efficient, I think, way just to kind of uh, document what God's saying to you as you read through Psalms. How many believe that $11 is a good investment to help us as we go through Psalms? So they'll be in the back, and we'll, uh, for the next couple of weeks, we'll make them available and just buy one and bring it with you. I see Marsha's got hers already, and she's on the front row getting ready to write notes. And uh, that way you have this, and maybe next year we do another book, and these are all available for every book of the Bible. So it's a neat way to kind of journal and write down and kind of engage and become a disciple. A follower, that word there means a learner. Is there anyone here who's arrived already and you, you, you know it all and, and you've got it all figured out? Okay, good. 
Well, this would be a great way to follow along. So get one, and let's do this together. If you're with me, say amen. All right, let's go to Psalms, chapter 1 and verse 1. And Sandra did a great job of, of doing a little uh, educating the kids on the book of Psalms, and she was right. Uh, it's uh, 150 chapters, 2,461 verses, and 42,705 words. Now, I counted them all last night. <laughs> I was up all night, in fact, all weekend, counting every single word in Psalms. What we're going to do this year, and you'll see the poster behind me in the lobby, it's the best of Psalms. Out of the 150 chapters, out of the 2,400 uh, verses and the 42,000 words, I, we are going to pick out some of the, the very best of Psalms. And we're just going to go through the book of Psalms together. Now, there's going to be Psalms of correction. There's going to be Psalms of repentance. There's going to be Psalms of worship. There's going to be Psalms of blessing. And I can tell you, I don't have a clue where we're going today. I don't have a clue where we're going through the rest of the year, but I do know this. We are going to follow the good shepherd. As we walk through Psalms, we're going to believe that Psalms is going to speak to us and minister to us and help us to become better disciples of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, Psalms will answer questions that you have. Psalms will give you peace when you're distraught. Psalms will help your heart when you're grieving. Psalms will give you wisdom when you need direction. And it's all in there. And so we're just going to be led by the Holy Spirit. I can't tell you what we're going to do next Sunday. I don't know what it is. But I do know this, that Psalms is filled with great scriptures that are going to give us strength for everyday living. So come on the journey with me. We're going to follow the Good Shepherd. Don't ask me what we're doing next week because I don't have a clue. But guess what? We're going to look to God to be our guide and our strength for everyday living. And we're going to look at Psalms chapter 1 today. So if you're with me, say amen. All right. Let's read this together. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of living water, which yields fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does, he prospers. Now let's stop there just for a second. I want you to take your pen out or take your little notebook that we have on Psalms, and I want you to circle the word blessed. Second word I want you to circle is I want you to circle the word prosper. We just read it. So now we go to verse 4. Not so with the wicked. They are like the chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but not so with the wicked. They will perish. Now I want you to circle that word perish. I've asked you to circle three words today. I've asked you to circle the word blessed. Everyone say blessed. I've asked you to circle the word prosper, and I've asked you to circle the word perish. 
See, we're, we're kicking off a brand new year. 2022. Can you believe it? It's not 2020. It is 2022. And we're going to follow the good shepherd through this year. And I want to look back on this year. And I want to see that our steps are steps that God is blessing and we are prospering. I don't want to, I don't want to perish. That last word in Psalms chapter 1 is, is perish. I don't want to look back on this year and I don't want to perish. But I want, to, I want this year to be a year of prosperity and a year of blessing. How many would say amen to that? That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Now, we don't have any idea what, what this year holds. There's going to be tragedy. There's going to be heartache. There's going to be disappointment. There's going to be incredible joy. There's going to be incredible peace. There's going to be incredible blessing. The year is going to be filled with it all. But as we follow the good shepherd, I want us to, to lean into believing that regardless of what happens to us and around us, that we are living with a philosophy that says we believe that God wants to bless us and I want to prosper. There's plenty of people that are perishing. And I'll get into that word there in a few minutes because that word there, uh, perish, means to wander. There's plenty of people that are wandering through life. Not really sure what's going to happen. Not really sure who's in control. Not really confident of who they are in Christ. But I don't want to be one that is perishing or wandering. I want to be one that is prospering and blessed. And it starts with a decision. It starts with a choice. It starts with the reality that you believe that God wants to bless you for your good and for his glory. And it has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with uh, the, the size house you live in or the kind of car you drive or how much money you have in the bank. When I refer to blessing, I am referring to an internal peace that we possess that regardless of what goes on around us, we are blessed and we're prosperous for our good and for the good of other people and for his glory. I don't think it's an accident that the first word in Psalm chapter 1 is the word blessed. Let's say that together. Blessed. Say it one more time. Blessed. blessed. It's not an accident. Can I remind you that the very first word that God spoke to Adam and Eve was not, I love you. Now, when I had my four children 31 years ago, first word out of my mouth was, oh, Austin, I love you. I, Aaron, I love you. Amanda, you're beautiful. I love you. Allison, I believe in you. I love you. How many parents do we have here? Grandparents here today? I know Sylvia's in the back there. She's probably said I love you to her grand, grandbaby a million times, right? That's, that's just what you, what you do. I love you. I don't know anything about you. 
We just met. This is new to us. We don't know what's in store. But I want you to know that as your father, as your mother, as your grandmother, as your granddad, I want you to know, son, daughter, I love you. I believe in you. I'm behind you. When God breathed life into Adam and Eve, he didn't say, I love you. He didn't say, now someone's going to get mad at this. He didn't say, I forgive you. When God held Adam and Eve on that day of creation, God said to them, I bless you. First words. It's not an accident. I believe it's very strategic. I believe it's very specific. I believe that there was a, a, a reason that God spoke blessing over Adam and Eve. When Jesus was baptized and he came out of the River Jordan and the Holy Spirit descended and the clouds opened and God spoke, God was speaking blessing over Jesus. And he said, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I'm with you. I am pleased with you. That was a strategic message that God the Father gave to Jesus. And guess what Jesus did? When he received that approval from his Father, when he received that acceptance from his Father, when Jesus understood that he was not he was not loved for who he, what he did, but he was loved for who he was. Jesus now comes in Matthew chapter 5, and the first words out of his mouth. In Matthew chapter 5, first sermon he ever preached, the first word was, blessed. Isn't that ironic? That the first words that God speaks to man is blessed. The first word that Jesus speaks in his greatest sermon ever preached was blessed. And now we all find ourselves in Psalm chapter 1 with the first word, blessed. Church, I want you to be blessed. But you've got to believe in it. You've got to believe that that's God's character. You've got to believe that it's in God's DNA that he wants to bless you. And it's nothing to do with possessions. It has everything to do with an internal joy and an internal peace and an internal confidence that in Christ you are accepted, you are loved, and you are blessed. I declare today, I am blessed. I'm blessed because that's the DNA of our Father. Can I remind you today, there are people that are counting on you to embrace this. Because they can't be blessed if you're not blessed. There's poor people. There's people that haven't heard the gospel. There's people that are hungry. There are missionaries that we support all around the world. They're counting on this church. And they're counting on you to get the DNA of our Father. And that is for you to be blessed. It's for your good, it's for their good, and for his glory. 
and I'll preach on this till the day I die. Because I believe in this principle, and it's critical that we accept this message from God our Father so that we can impact the world and make the world better. It's for our good and for his glory. And it's all because of Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? So Psalm starts out with the word blessed. Blessed is the man or blessed is the woman. I want you to, I want you to start counting your blessings. How many people are blessed here today? Let me see your, your hands. You're blessed. I like that song. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. Do we need Bruce up here? Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what You're blessed. And when you believe, begin to believe that, it changes your attitude and changes your behavior. And it's all about Jesus Christ. It's all about who we are in Christ that enables us to live that kind of life. Blessed is the man. Let's go, um, go in your Bible to, to Psalm 5. Let's go to Psalm 5 just for a moment. I want to read this to you. And again, I confess, I don't know where we're going today, but we're going to have fun, right? And we're going to be blessed. Psalm 5. I love this. And this is not in your notes, so the guys up in the, in the sound booth are, are freaking out right now. It's, it's not on the screen. It's not in your notes. This is all new. Psalm 5, verse 12. For surely, everyone say Surely. Surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. I like that. I looked up that word surely. That word there surely means absolutely. God, you absolutely bless the righteous. It, 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 it also means assuredly. It means certainly. It means clearly. It means definitely. It means explicitly. Surely, O oh God, absolutely, O oh God, certainly, O oh God, you bless the righteous and you give them favor as with a shield. I like that word, surely. The other time it's mentioned in Psalm is Psalm 23. You know what David said? He said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. That was David. And he was saying, God, I do believe that you are a God who blesses. It's absolutely, it's certain, God, that you bless the righteous. Now help me to follow you as a good shepherd. And when I follow you and my eyes are on you and I know who I am in Christ Jesus, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord, what? Forever. So we have to, as, as believers, we have to embrace 
that blessed living is part of God's beautiful plan. Let's go outside of Psalms just for a moment. Go to, go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. If you're still with me, let me hear an amen. Ephesians, is, it's in the New Testament. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. And let's look what God says about being blessed. Ephesians chapter 1. And this is Paul writing. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints of Ephesus, in the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Everyone say blessed. He's blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I like that. For he has chosen us in him before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. See, we are blessed because of Christ. We are blessed because of what Christ has done for us. And if we are followers of Jesus Christ, it is in Christ that we are blessed. And we've got to recognize that he has given us all these spiritual blessings that come upon us as we follow him. Can I get an amen? Let me take you to one other verse of scripture. Uh, turn in your Bible to um, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And that's back, in the, that's back in the Old Testament, so we're going from the Old Testament to the New Testament, but you're following along. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Look at verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commandments I give to, to you today, I, the Lord, will, get, will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings will come upon you and will accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city. You'll be blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your fields will be blessed, and the young of your livestock, the, the calves and the herds and the lambs, your basket and your kneading troughs will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in. And blessed when you go out. That's God's commandment and God's blessing over us today. And we have to believe that that's possible. Now let's go back to Psalm chapter 1. And let's look at just for a moment uh, that word that follows the word blessing. It says, whatever he does, he prospers. Now, what does that word there, prosper, mean? It's an interesting word. David, let me use you just for a moment. Can you come up here just for a moment? Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man that looks to God's word to be his strength, and whatever he does, he prospers. That word there, prosper, is an interesting word, and here's what it means. Most of you think that God leads in front of us, and he does. 
and many times we follow. God also leads from behind us. Now watch this. If I'm leading from behind, that means David has to walk by faith. The Bible says that the just shall live by what? Faith is following when you can't see. Faith is following when you can't touch. Faith is following when you don't feel. Now, church, listen. In 2022, there are going to be most days that you're not going to feel a thing, you're not going to see a thing, you're not going to touch a thing, but you are going to live by faith. And God is not going to be in front of you. There will be days when God's going to be in front of you and he's going to show up and he's going to say, David, follow me. And it's going to be real easy for you to follow him because he's right in front of you. But how many know there are days, there are moments, there are seasons where you don't see God, you don't feel God, you can't touch God, and you've got to just live by faith. Regardless of our emotions, regardless of our feelings, regardless of how we feel, we're going to live and we're going to walk by faith. Now watch this. That word there, prosper, means that God is leading from behind. Now, you want a scripture for this? I'll give it to you. The scripture that says, and you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. See, God's behind him. He's not in front of him, he's behind him. Now that word there, prosper, is the word to push forward. So watch this. God is actually behind you, and when you accept, stay right there, David. When you accept that God wants to bless you for your good and his glory, when you accept that, you now believe that God is going to direct your steps and God begins to push you forward. He begins to push you gently. He begins to assist you. He is the force behind you. He is walking with you. And as you are walking through this new year, God is causing you to prosper. He is pushing you forward. He is the wind. I'm not going to push you off the stage. He is the wind beneath your sail. So as you walk through 2022, you are not alone. You are not by yourself. You are not an island. God is behind you and he is, let's go this way because I don't want you to be hurt. I want you to be blessed. He is pushing you forward. He is blessing you. He is causing you to prosper. Be blessed, David. Be blessed in what you do. Whatever your hands touch, I cause, it to, I cause it to prosper. I push you forward. You know, when I go out to lunch with some of you, we, we go out to lunch, you know, almost every time we have lunch, I pray a prayer over the person. And I say, God, I pray whatever their hands touch, I pray you'll cause to prosper. Why do I say that? Because I want people to catch the blessing of the Lord, that he is behind us and he is pushing us forward, causing us to prosper so that we can change the world and make the world better. So that we can be at peace regardless of our external circumstances. You know, church, that the past two or three years have been terrible for our family. Traumatizing for our family. Thank you, David. I'm still blessed. 
And it's not based on what happens around me. My hope and my trust and my faith is in God and God alone. And despite the external circumstances, I'm still blessed. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to bow. And neither are you. I can't promise you that 2022 is going to be just perfect the way you post on your Facebook. Oh, if life was just like our Facebook post, wouldn't that be great? It's so ironic. We just, people just pick like the greatest things of their week and they post it and everyone looks at that and gets jealous and says, oh man, these, these people are living the life. When you're blessed, when God's behind you, when he's prospering you, when he is pushing you forward, he is behind you. He's the force. He's the strength. He's the courage. He's the, he's the peace. And he says to us, be blessed. I want to push you forward. You're not alone. And despite what happens around you, you still can be blessed. And I believe that even in turmoil and trauma and difficulty, you can still be a blessing. Why? Because it's not based on external. It's all based on here. I'm blessed. And you're blessed. And we're going to make it this year. And we're going to be better. And God's going to get the glory. Can I get an amen? Bruce, come up with the keyboard just for a moment. Not so with the wicked. Because the wicked perish. The wicked, that word there, perish means wander. You ever met anyone wandering? There's a lot of people on I-4, they're wandering. <laughs> I am absolutely convinced. They don't have a clue where they're going. I really do believe most people get in their car and they're like, where are you going? I have no idea. I'm just going to get in the car and I'm going to clog up I-4. And I like, I get so frustrated. Like, I need you to pray for me this year. Because I, like, when I get in the car, like, I've got a goal. I'm going somewhere. Some people in this city, they're just on a Sunday drive in, they're just, in perpetuity. They're just forever going on a Sunday drive. And I just wish you would do that walking in your yard. Just walk your yard. Why are you clogging up the roads? I need your prayers. I don't put an I love you or, or Jesus loves you sticker on the back of my car because literally every week somebody honks at me and puts their finger up and tells me I'm number one every <laughs> single week. Not so with the wicked. They, they perish. Watch this. They wander. Watch this. They drift. They meander. They roam. They stray. Now, this is not a biblical word, but here's my word. They lollygag. Lollygag. That's not in the Greek or Hebrew. But lollygag is just, just wandering. Where are you going? I don't know. Who are you in Christ? Oh, I don't know. Are you blessed? Well, I don't know. Do you believe God loves you? Well, I don't know. 
If you believe God wants you to prosper, oh, I'm, just, I'm just, just wandering. I feel so sorry for believers who have Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit and God's word and God's approval and yet lollygaggers, lollygaggers. I don't know if God really wants to bless him. I've seen these guys on TV preaching, and I'm not sure that they... And they're just wandering, straying, roaming, lollygagging. Can I remind you today, in just a few moments, we're going to have a service to honor Jim Harrison. You only get one life. One life. You want to, like, waste it? Wandering? Roaming? Lollygagging? No, not me. Blessed is the man who looks to God's word to be his source, his strength. He's like, he's like, a, he's like a, a tree planted by living streams of living water. Maybe we'll get into this next week. We went up for, um, we went up to uh, G- Georgia for a couple days th- this past week. And, and, and found out in, in one week, we found out that Aaron and Raleigh are having a baby girl, Heidi. You can no longer call me Pastor Scott, you gotta call me G-Pops. And then a few days later, Amanda gets engaged. Amanda's getting married in September. I think the Lord just knew, I, I just think he knew we needed a bone. We, we were just, we just, we needed something. That's why I say I'm blessed today, I'm blessed. We went up to uh, uh, Georgia. And it just so happens that in that little cabin that we rented, there was a stream in the front yard. Now, obviously, I enjoyed hearing that Aaron's going to have a baby. I enjoyed hearing that Amanda's going to be off the payroll. Thank God. <laughs> Got one more. But I sat by the streams of water in front of our cabin. And I'm not kidding you. I sat there for hours. Just thanking God. Just worshiping him. Just spending time with him. Got a chair and sat out. And I know some people drove by and thought, what in the world is this guy doing from Florida sitting out by the streams? And I, I thought I had some pictures. I don't know if we have those up there, Mel, but I even took pictures of it. And I got a little video I took. So maybe I'll do that next week. I'll show you. He's like a tree <laughs> planted by streams of living water. And I sat there and just allowed the noise of the, that, that streams and the water and I looked for trout, didn't see any trout, but I tried. And I just sat there and just enjoyed. And I I was reminded, God, I want to be like a tree planted. God, I don't want to wander. I don't want to roam. I don't want to lollygag. God, I want to be blessed. I want to prosper. I want you to get behind me and, and push me where you want me to be so I can be an influence to make this world better. 
And it happens when you get a hold of God's word. It happens when you open up Psalms every single day and say, God, speak to me today. I want to be like a tree planted. Can I tell you how many friends of mine in the ministry that, 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 that for the last 30, 40 years that, that, that have not been planted? They've fallen. They've been uprooted. They've been destroyed, literally. I don't want that for me. I don't want it for you. I want to be like a tree that's planted by streams of water. I shall not be. I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be moved. I want to be like a tree planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. That's what I want. I hope you want it too. I hope you'll follow along as we follow the good shepherd and allow him to lead us and guide us.